You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, brought to you by The Hartford. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Small Biz Ahead, the small business podcast presented by The Hartford. This is John Adeconis. I'm here with my co-host, Gene Marks, and today we are talking all about the Restaurant Revitalization Fund. Gene, good morning. How are you? John, great to speak with you. And this is a big day. We're, we're recording this on May 3rd, and this is uh, the day where the Restaurant Revitalization Fund is supposed to open. And uh, by the way, given the uh, history of the Small Business Administration and these these programs, I'm expecting it opens and then it shuts an hour later because it gets <laughs> overwhelmed or the website breaks down because that seems to be what, what, what's been happening of late. Well, it's true, right? I mean, just with, with everything related to, to COVID-related funding, there's so much demand and I, I just think not enough supply. So yeah. um, excited to kind of talk to you about this program because I think this was really, you know, geared to, to try and solve that need. But a little background for our listeners. You know, this is a program that became part of public law on March 11th, um, and it was part of the American Rescue Plan Act. So essentially, Congress has put over $28 billion to the SBA to reserve for um, grant awards, essentially, for restaurants and hospitality businesses to get funding and kind of, you know, help pivot towards continued growth and, and making sure business operations can stay intact. So it's called the Restaurant Revitalization Fund, but it's for more than just restaurants as you typically think about them. This is really kind of a broad set of hospitality business. So if you're a food truck owner, or you have a food car in a downtown district, a caterer, you own a bar, maybe even an inn or a bakery um, or brewery, kind of similar places to that, you might be eligible. So we'll talk a little bit more about who is eligible and what that means in a moment but a pretty big act of Congress to support our restaurant owners and probably the biggest related to um, COVID legislation that we've seen so far. Would you agree, Gene? Yeah, I agree, John. And it is uh, just to make sure everyone you know understands that this is different than the Paycheck Protection Program. Uh, it is not a, it's not PPP. And in fact, even if you participated in PPP, um, you can still apply for these funds. This is a straight out grant. This is not a loan program. So you apply, um, you know, again, like John said, John, you said, I think there was 28 billion. I had 29 and a half billion, but hey, what's a, what's a billion and a half between friends? Um, <laughs> it's a lot of money that's available. And it's, again, it's grants. So as long as you play by the rules, whatever money you get, you do not have to pay back. It's true. All right. So Gene, walk me through this a little bit. Who is eligible for this program? So let you you would mention briefly some of the some of the entities, but uh, you know it. it I, I want to be detailed on this one, so I'm literally going to read out the list of entities of businesses that are eligible. So if you're listening, uh, stand by to see if any of these matches your business. Restaurants are eligible. Food stands, food trucks, food carts, caterers, bars, saloons, lounges, taverns. Snack and non-alcoholic beverage bars, bakeries who make on-site sales to the public of more than 33% of their gross receipts, brew pubs, tasting rooms, tap rooms, again, 33% have got to be made their sales to the public, breweries, microbreweries, 33% need to be sold to the public, as well as wineries and distilleries and inns where on-site sales of food and beverage, again, 33% of their gross receipts are sold to the public, at least. And licensed facilities or premises of a beverage alcohol producer where the public may taste, sample, or purchase products. So 
those are the specific entities that are allowed to apply for this grant. If, if I've listed something off that sounds like your business, then you should be going to the SBA's website to do this. And by the way, it's sba.gov is where you want to go. There, You'll see right there COVID relief options, and you'll see the Restaurant Revitalization Fund. Awesome. Thanks, Gene. And we're going to talk about it a little bit in a minute when we get into kind of the calculation. But know that even if you're a business who hadn't opened yet in 2019, or maybe even through March of 2021, but you fall into one of those categories, and your business plan or your kind of, you know, Performa forecast, if you feel like your business will rely on 33% of those gross receipts and on-site sales, you might still be eligible, correct? Yeah, 100%. In fact, I literally just emailed a friend of mine this morning who he opened his business um, in late 2019 and early 2020. And um, you know he wasn't sure if he would be eligible, and he, and he is. So there, there are specific rules for when you've opened, but, but you're right. If you've pretty much opened your business anywhere you know, before uh, you know, March of 2020, you're going to be eligible for this program. Um, so it's something that you want, to be, you want to be looking into. Awesome. Now, is there a business model restriction? So do you have to be a sole proprietor to be eligible for this? Or do you have to be an LLC, kind of anything around there? No, there really isn't. I mean, you can be any type of business organization. Um, you could file a Schedule C. You could be a partnership. You can be an S corporation. So uh, there's really no restriction on the type of business that you are. You can't be part of a chain. Chain restaurants are not allowed to apply. So, um, you know, you can be an independent franchiser, you know, but again, uh, they want to kind of eliminate all of the big the big box chains from taking advantage of this program. Got it. And yeah, it's interesting how they kind of set this one up, right? Because even out of that, you know, 28, 29 billion they set aside, there's kind of like tranches that are set off for specific kind of revenue breaks yeah. in businesses, correct? Yeah, there is. So um, what the program again opens, you and I again are speaking on May 3rd. So the program is, is opening today. The $5 billion have been set aside for companies with less than $500,000 in gross receipts. And then another $4 billion has been set aside for companies with less than a million and a half of gross receipts. By the way, these are gross receipts from 2019. Um, and then 500 million is then set aside for people uh, that have gross receipts that are up to 50,000. So there's, there's, you know, they're really trying, you know, hard to to set aside this money for for small, small independent restaurants. Um, they're the ones that are going to get first dibs to this money. So uh, it's definitely something that you want to be, you know, you want to be thinking of. And then of course there are also, uh, you know, some special provisions that are being made for uh, minority-owned restaurants, for socially disadvantaged restaurants, for women-owned, for veterans-owned as well, they will all get priority for this money. And the way that it's happening is like the first three weeks of this application period, they're, you know, those people getting priority, you know, that, that are that small or that are, again, minority, women's-owned, veterans-owned, socially and economic disadvantaged individuals, which there, there really isn't a definition for that yet. But um, it is, you know, they're still the ones that are going to be getting the priority money. So you want to be aware of that. Awesome. And so I guess talking through that, you know, once you're eligible to apply, like how, how does the calculation work? So how do you kind of figure out how much money you can ask for? What do the limits look like? Um, like how would someone kind of think about that? Just to keep it very, very simple, because it'll get more complicated depending on when you started up your business. But really, John, like all you're doing is you're taking your 2020 revenues. They're calling it gross receipts. So it's 
it's rule of thumb. It's generally the, the revenues that you're showing on your tax return or your Schedule C. So, you know, that's your reported revenues for 2020. And you're comparing it to 2019. So 2020, the assumption is not a great year for your business. 2019 was probably a much better year. Whatever the difference in revenues are or gross receipts between 2020 and 2019, that is the amount that you're available to get. And, you know, the amount can go up to 10, uh, sorry, $5 million per location um, or $10 million in total. So again, if you had a million dollars in revenue in 2019 and you had $300,000 in revenue in 2020, you're eligible for a $700,000 grant of money from the SBA. That's generally how it is um, how it's calculated. And again, there are specific provisions which you can see on their website for calculating it if you started your business midway through 2019 or even early in 2020. We didn't have to get into those, but you, you know, just be aware that you can still be included there as long as you started your business operations in some way before March 11th of 2020 uh, you know, through 2021. Got it. So I'm assuming most people kind of instinctually feel like they might be eligible when they go to check it out. What kind of application documentation is required or, or what might someone kind of need to do as homework before they get in? Because to your point, these applications tend to go up and, and fill quickly. Um, there tends to be a lot of demand on the platform. So it, it kind of pays a little bit to, to come prepared. Is it really just like those P&L statements or, or what other documents might someone need to kind of have handy to go? Well, the best thing that you can do is if you go to the SBA's website, again, under their, their, you know, their COVID relief options for restaurant revitalization fund, you're going to have to fill out a, a form 3172. Um, the form itself, there's a sample form that you can look at and download uh, in advance. And I strongly recommend that you download that form first and you go through it so you know in advance all the things that you're going to need. Um, and generally, you're, you're, you're going to need to basically verify your tax information. Most of this stuff is coming off of your tax returns. That's going to be the first form of, of documentation. So you want to have all of your tax returns available. Um, if you haven't filed your tax return for 2020 yet, if you've extended it, you can use um, you know, internally prepared financial statements as well. Uh, and also, you should have bank statements you know, at your, at your um, disposal so that um, when you fill out the form, you can, you can take numbers from any of those sources. The best documentation, though, is your tax return. So it really does behoove you to get those things filled out and you know, to have your tax returns filed in advance. By the way, besides the SBA and applying, they are actually, uh, the SBA has partnered with some of the major point of sale providers out there, John. So like Square and Toast and Clover, uh, some of those guys, they, they're also accepting um, applications for this fund. And if you've been like a longtime Square or Toast or Clover user, for example, you know, they're going to be able to provide all of your gross receipts information because they've got it through your point of sale system. So you can kind of lean on them to provide that data. So bottom line is, though, you want to look for the Form 3172 and go through that in advance so that you're completely ready to go. Got it. So that's a good point, because I think there's there's three ways to apply, right? So, Gene, as you said, if you use one of the SBA's point of sale restaurant partners, you know, which I'm sure you can get a list of all of them at their at their website. Two, you can apply online at restaurants.sba.gov. Or if you're someone who doesn't have Internet access, you can also apply telephonically. So um, definitely giving a couple options depending on on where you are and, and what you can do at the moment. 
So Gene, tell me a little bit about kind of the, the uses and reporting requirements. So mm-hmm. if you're going in for this, you know, kind of what are what are the things that you should have down as as um you know what you need the money for, you know, and, and how do you kind of keep track and demonstrate that or do you need to? So there will be re- reporting requirements. It's not like you're just going to get a check and then you just you go on. So you are going to have you know regular reporting requirements back to the SBA and the SBA, uh, like like they were with the Paycheck you know Protection you know program, are going to be well uh, you know uh, very, very highly sensitive to potential fraud. So you know when you're handing out twenty nine and a half billion dollars of money, there's there's just going to be that risk of fraud. Um, the uses of funds, though, John, are pretty much everything. I mean, you have to document and say, you know, here's how we what we need the money for. And let me just, I'm going to list out some of the ones just so you know, payroll costs, business mortgages, rent payments, debt service, utilities, maintenance expenses. How about this one? Construction of outdoor seating is also an eligible use of funds. Um, supplies, food and beverage expenses, supplier costs. And then they say, Business operating expenses, which is sort of this this catch-all. So you can you know you can really you know you have a wide definition of how you can use this grant money. And I got to tell you, when I speak to a lot of my clients who are in the restaurant business, John, you know they are begging for employees. You know, I mean, it is a there's a labor shortage going on right now. So a lot of them are planning on on using some of this for to offer you know signing bonuses uh, or other bonuses to come back to work. So it's kind of like an offset to, you know, some people have been complaining because the unemployment insurance goes out, federal supplement through September, and that's keeping people off the payrolls. Well, you know, here we're taking government funds and, you know, you know, giving it to the employees through the use of this restaurant revitalization program. So it's, it's like another way to combat that, um, to bring them back by giving them some signing bonuses. And you can do that because it's an applicable payroll cost. So those are all the funds and what you could use it for. And remember, you will have to have some reporting requirements um, ongoing as to how you're using it. You don't want to go out and buy a yacht. That's yeah. You know, that's basically the, right. <laughs> the takeaway. Well, what's interesting too is you know what, to your kind of business operating expense line. Like that's that is really broad. And I just want to kind of put a pin in that for our audience. So if you are one of these companies who really kind of had an innovation moment and maybe need some like legal support as you kind of figure out how to bring a new product or operating model to bear or you're really trying to kind of remarket your your brand or your business, yep. like those things can be done. So, you know, I think it's 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 really like a, a generous program, um, even to your point on kind of the outdoor seating. Like if you have to change to kind of make people more comfortable um, or to kind of adapt to this new normal, it, it really kind of thought about that, which is nice to see. You know, it's it's really funny. I, I wrote about this in a couple different places over the past you know few weeks about the opportunities for people in the restaurant industry. I mean, you know, they had a devastating year in 2020, but I don't know, John, if it's the same with you. I mean, I walk around in Philly and most of the restaurants in around me have, have reopened. Uh, you know, they hungered down through 2021. They survived off of, you know, deliveries and, and you, know, you know, very limited seating capacity, but they're back. And I can see the crowds coming back as well as more people get vaccinated. And now, the smart ones are applying are going to apply for these funds. So they're going to have this influx of capital available for them, like you just said, to use for marketing, to use for operations, to bring back their employees. It's it's almost like a reward. It's almost like the government saying, I know you went through a lot of bad stuff during these shutdowns. You know, that's not good. 
here is $29 billion that you know, we're, we're going to give you to thank you for still being around. Take this money and use it to grow your business. And I think that, um, you know, it's, I think a lot of restaurants are going to be taking advantage of it. Some of my clients are concerned that the money's going to run out. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this goes, I mean, it sounds like a big number, but there's a lot of need. And I, I do think, to your point, I see a lot of more of the restaurant, kind of family style restaurants or, or restaurants and bars coming back, you know, yeah. and I think it's just a product of of kind of the local um, regulations. But, you know, in my area, even bars and clubs and, and venues, I don't think they're allowed to open for another couple of weeks. Right. So there's some folks who've been out of work for a complete year. And I, I do want to kind of go to that for a minute. So we've talked a little bit before about the shuttered venue program, which I believe if you want to apply for this one, you cannot have received a shuttered venue operators grant or have a pending application for one. But if your business is still technically established, and you're just really late on catching up on on bills, or you kind of had to think differently around how to keep things sustained over the past year while you've had no income, this grant program can be used for that. So if you have past due amounts um, to your partners, I think it's between February of last year and March of this year, you know, it's something to think about if your business is technically still in good standing. 100%. And remember, if this, this program is independent of the Paycheck Protection uh, program. The only issue is you cannot, you know, double dip. So if you did participate in the Paycheck Protection Program and you you got a forgivable loan for that, you can't use like the same costs that you that you used in that program to also you know justify the grant as well under the Restaurant Revitalization Fund. But other than that, you're absolutely right. I mean, you know, if you know, you should be taking this money to catch up. Some of my clients also, they had rent abatement. So, you know, their landlords were like, okay, well, we're going to hold off on charging your rent this year. Um, you know, there, there's going to be an issue about rent forgiveness will be next, but landlords struggled as well this year. You know, many of them are, these are business owners themselves, property managers and development companies. So these restaurants owe this rent back uh, that they were not paying during 2020 and the funds can be used to do that. So, you know, in many ways, it should help your know, restaurants catch up uh, to where they were before and hopefully get themselves righted so that they can move on, you know, and, and, and grow and be profitable. Awesome. And, you know, I want to kind of go back to, because I know you mentioned like chain companies weren't available, but that doesn't necessarily include franchises, right? So if you're yeah. an owner operator of a franchise, you, you might still be eligible. You can check the SBA franchise directory for um, for a listing there to kind of see if you are. But if you're a nonprofit organization, am I correct in that you're not eligible for this round of funding? Yeah, this is not for nonprofits. I mean, these are this is for for profit restaurants. So it is not you know it is not a nonprofit um, program geared to them. And then there is a minimum amount, right? So you need to to have a request of at least a thousand dollars. Anything under that they're looking is kind of not. Um, you know, dramatically tied to the success of your business. So, you know, think big with this and you can go up to 5 million per location. Um, but there is a limit if you own a couple businesses, right? So is it, it's 10 million max, if I'm correct, if you have any uh, affiliated businesses, that's kind of the max draw you can take between anything you own, correct? Correct. So it's $5 million per location with $10 million max that you can, you can borrow, you know, not borrow, but you we would be able to get under the fund. I mean, how are you kind of thinking about this with your clients? 
if someone's kind of considering, is there any kind of advice you would give them? Yeah, I mean, first, the first advice is is to make everybody aware that this program exists. Um, so, and you know, you'd be surprised at how many business owners just are not aware. I mean, you're running a restaurant, you're busy doing a lot of other things right now and trying to get back up in business, and you're not aware that this program is there. Um, the second piece of advice that I have is, um, you know, to jump into the queue immediately. So even though there's a priority period, if you, you know, the first three weeks, you know, it, it's really priority for people that are like, again, women, veterans, socially and economic advantaged individuals. So, and again, those definitions are pretty, pretty wide and they're on the SBA's website. Um, I'm actually, you know, just so you know, like a socially disadvantaged individuals, just those who have been subject to racial or ethnic prejudice, um, economically disadvantaged individuals or those individuals who their, their ability to compete in the free enterprise system has been impaired because they haven't been able to get capital or credit opportunities. And it's a kind of a wide definition. So again, if you are in you know, that qualification, you need to get your application in fast because you will be prioritized in the next three weeks before it opens up to everybody else. If you are not part of those groups, you need to go and look at the SBA form that I mentioned before, Form 3172. Get your tax returns available. Get your internal statements together. Get your bank statements together as well. And get ready to apply. Keep a close eye uh, because at some point in the next three weeks, the SBA is going to open up this application to all applicants. And it's going to be a rush. So you want to jump in on that um, and get yourself in the queue. Because, you know, like I said earlier, um, I don't know. I do have a concern as to how long this money is gonna it's gonna last, and it's crazy not to take advantage of it if you're in the restaurant industry. Yeah, I mean, it, it really does feel like a good opportunity, and I feel like so much of the programs have been so broad that to see something really tailored to kind of one category that have thought about how they operate, you know, feels good, and it feels like a like urgently needed program for kind of all of our communities. So, you know, I'm I'm happy to kind of see it brought to bear. Yep, I agree. And hopefully we'll be providing more information about this on, on Small Biz Ahead's website. Um, so let's you and I definitely talk to Hannah about that. <laughs> because I think it does, you know, you know, there should be some written, you know, backup even to this conversation. I promise we'll we'll try and work on that. For sure. Yeah, I I agree. And I think, you know, with all of these programs, this is what it is today. So again, we're recording this on May 3rd. So if there's changes, enhancements, you know, updates, we'll make sure to keep you posted. But I think this is all there that we have out there today. We'll make sure to put the links kind of in the show notes and, and the article description just to where you can go to get more information. But again, it's restaurants.sba.gov, or you can just go to sba.gov in order to find out a little bit more and download their guide and kind of find out a lot of the descriptions and explanations around some of the terms that they're using. If you have any questions, it will come straight from the horse's mouth. Gene, anything else you want want the folks to know? No, John, I think that's good. I just want to say if you're a restaurant owner um, and you are listening to this and you're still around, I am inspired by you. Um, so the you know, no one has gone through the type of year, no business owner that I think you've gone through. Um, and now is your chance to get a little money back for all the pain that you've suffered this past year. So I am imploring you uh, to jump on this, this, this grant program and, uh, and take advantage of it now while the funds are there. Uh, you've earned it. I agree. Yeah, the, the resiliency we've seen has been incredible and, and inspiring is a good word because I, I'm with you. I don't think we've seen anyone else need to adapt and pivot and you know sustain 
on you know bare bones as long as we've we've seen this crew. So so thank you for all that you do, and um, you know we hope this was helpful to you. So Gene, um, I guess we'll we'll talk to you soon, and you know if you want more information on the program, and you know stay tuned with other insights and advice for your business, you can check out sba.theheartford.com, and we'll make sure to keep you updated with more information on this program specifically as it comes available. So everybody listening, have a great day, and um, thank you for your time because without you, we wouldn't be here. Agreed. Until next time, great speaking as always with you, John, and uh, we'll be back with another episode soon.